Hello, and welcome to the first episode of The Fog at Bay, stories of mental struggle and growth from the people in academia and medicine. I'm your host, Peter Chisholm. Some mental health issues can appear very dramatically with psychotic episodes or grandma seizures, but with most mental health issues, it can actually be really hard to see that anything's wrong at all. Even when people do notice, there's always a host of excuses for not worrying, like, oh, you know, work's been very stressful for them recently, or... You know, exams are coming up, I'd be a little on edge too. Sometimes it takes something big happening to make everyone wake up and see, yeah, there's a problem. This very thing happened to a woman we interviewed who we'll call Soleil. Here's her story. I'm trying to remember what the timeline really looked like. I think that it started off the way it starts off for lots of people, which is that you get to college and you get overwhelmed. You try to do too many things. Um, and people cope with that in different ways. Some people, you know, drop some things, like just narrow in onto the things they really care about. Um, some people are really good at jungling a million things. Some people just become mediocre at everything. Um, I probably cycled through some versions of those. Um, and at some point I just kind of shut down. So whenever I had a weekend where I just had too many things to do, I would just sleep all weekend. I would like hide and sleep all weekend. Um, and it was just coming to the point where for one of my classes where I would have these big weekly assignments, every single one of them was turned in late. And that was one of the tipping points for me. Um, I think at some point I realized that it was just unsustainable, that um, this, you know, that semester was just, just too much work um, and that I needed, yeah, I, I was like, I was just not picking myself up. Um, at that point, I asked some of my friends who had very open and more severe issues if they knew anybody that they recommended. So basically, I asked them for recommendations, and a couple of them came up with the same recommendation, and I just set up an appointment with him and started meeting with him, and yeah, that was the beginning. That was the beginning of things. He is a psychologist, he's not a psychiatrist, which means he couldn't prescribe medication, which is what I wanted. I wanted someone, I did not want access to medication, um, and I didn't want to feel like anybody was pushing it on me. So I met with him a few times. Um, I was a little bit concerned because he was this like old white man, and I felt like maybe we would have trouble relating because I'm like a young woman who's not white. Um, and, the, and during the first few sessions, I, I just wasn't convinced. I was kind of like, I don't really know what I'm doing here. So I found in the roster a provider who was this young Asian woman. Um, and she was a psychiatrist, but I was like, whatever. So I went to her. And basically, the first time I met her, I walked in the door and just started bawling. Like, I just could not stop. I just, like, cried uncontrollably. Um, and I didn't know why. And obviously, she didn't know why. Like, she never met me before. Um, but at the end of it, she we started talking a little bit. And she was like, okay, if you want, we can try medication. You know, like She knew that I was already working with somebody there, and she's like, well, this is something else that I can offer if you want. And I was like, I'll do anything at this point. Like, I, I don't know what's going on. Um, so yeah, so then I started taking medication, which was wonderful for a while. Um, it, I did have, you know, I think some people complain about it or struggle with it because they feel like it flatlines them. Um, and I did have that to a certain degree, but I feel like 
even if I didn't have the same ecstatic highs I had before, I had been spending way too much time in the lows and I, I just needed to stop being there, like being in that space in my head. So I started taking medication. Um, yeah, and that was great. When I graduated from college, I was moving to a different sunny country all the way across the world and there would I would not have access to any of these things and so I kind of just quit cold turkey. I just stopped taking everything. Um, I had a you know some really nice closing sessions with my providers and that was that. Um, and I was worried about what would happen at that point but I guess I was really lucky in that you know the years since then have been great have been much more stable. I do know that I am vulnerable um, and I definitely have moments when I catch myself you know and I'm like oh I'm in that moment where because one thing wrong all of a sudden everything seems like shit like everything just gets pulled into being negative so I am wary of those moments um, I am aware of where they can go I have never been back to that particular place in my head which is good um, and yeah and I guess part of my experience with all of this is that I don't have a diagnosis I never discussed one with any of my providers I didn't necessarily want one I didn't I wasn't trying to avoid one either um, but it having a particular label just didn't have that much meaning to me and that's not the case for everyone. For some people, they, they need it for insurance purposes or they need it for you know, their own personal um, experience and workings and kind of intellectualization potentially of the issue. Um, but for me, it just wasn't important. I don't know. Mental illness for me has been such an enormous source of personal growth. You know, I think that um, all growth is rooted first in some amount of change and vulnerability and mental illness falls into that category you know um, I'm not saying you can't grow without it <laughs> I'm just saying that it doesn't have to always be conceptualized as something that holds you back I think that I am a more sensitive person and that I have done tangible projects in my life that were directly related to my experiences should we put everybody on Prozac? I don't know. Maybe we should, you know. Um, but maybe not, because there's a richness to life at both of the ends as well. We would like to thank Soleil for sharing her story with us on this episode. And thank you all for listening. Production for this episode is by Leigh Kodama and Dimitri Rumis. And music was by Atlas Sound.